we are beautiful people, stewards of the land. All you amazing humanitarians and solutionists from around the world. I see we have people from different parts of the continent, from Canada to the UK on today. So exciting to have you all on this live. We're restreaming as well. And I want to welcome everybody either to the replay or to the live to this episode of A Dose of Positivity. And this is where, you know, if you tune into us every week on Thursdays at this exact time year round, that I have the privilege and the honor to interview passionate change makers, thought leaders, social and environmental innovators, and wellness professionals. And the topic for our show today is over the top. And my special guest is amazing. Her name is Anita Adams. And she's gonna be going through her three guiding principles to inner wisdom and your highest self. And like myself, Anita is a nature therapist and a total honor to have her here on the show. And while more and more people keep coming into the live show, as usual, I just want to remind everybody that this is a live broadcast. We appreciate your comments, your chats. We will try and get back to every single person who comments. We just love and appreciate that you're here taking it time out of your special day to tune in with us live and everybody who just tapped into the replay welcome 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 and i'm going to take this moment to read something again from um, my my book living like the future matters the evolution of a soul to soul entrepreneur and if you haven't already all read this book and you're looking for a life-changing a good read um please uh support the soul to soul movement you can Find it on Amazon. You can also get a free ebook from us if you're having a hard time during this economy. Just put your email in there and we will get you a book immediately. Okay? So here we go. And this ties in to our conversation today. This is coming from the very last uh, section of the book called Aging and Awakening at Any Time. They say history repeats itself. That can be disturbing if we consider the wars and greed that have plagued humanity. There are likewise parts of history that offer us ancestral wisdom to live in harmony with nature and each other. Much of the traditional wisdom our ancestors offer can help save our lives. The stress of our modern fast Pace, the addictive society was not part of their everyday lives. People lived close to the land communally and they laughed a lot. There was a more harmonious connection to the earth and there was solidarity. As I have always mentioned throughout this book, business is what has changed the world faster than anything since the Ice Age. Corporations, politicians, education, it's all business. Once there's an exchange, it's business. After all, it's your business how you live your life. Every day we are constantly exchanging, whether it be money for groceries or gas for our cars. We also exchange with others our energy, emotions, and our experiences. We deal with the inputs and the outputs all day long. And like a business, our lives are better when everything is imbalanced. And this is a quote from Prince Ear. We are not apart from nature, we are part of nature. And to betray nature 
is to betray us. To save nature is to save us. To live harmoniously, we must address human rights and the rights of nature, which means we must consider the inalienable rights of all life by championing life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for the birds and the bees, the flowers and the trees and all sentient beings, we can help redefine the choices that we enact as we move into the future. To do this, we must have a sense of self, self-worth and education. We are biological organisms. And therefore, we are a part of the web of life, not above the laws of nature. All life is interconnected from the cosmos to the tiniest microorganisms. The earth, our lifestyles, our careers, all interconnect each and every day for more, more and more than we realize. When we take into consideration the food, culture, and the ecology in the place that we live, and improve it, we all benefit. Our connections can result in a shared benefit or even end in mutual destruction. Nature, though, is the master of balance and diversity. Diversity brings balance and adds value to the whole. Without it, there's a risk of extinction. We evolve with integrity when we honor all life and ourselves. A homogenized society of any kind is unbalanced and it lacks integrity. When we respect and support diversity and embrace our unique gifts, there is a high chance of success. These principles go hand in hand with any kind of business model, personal relationships and relationships with ourselves. The more natural and diversified we are, the better the chances of our survival. The closer we get to nature and understand its values, the less inclined we are to destroy it and ourselves. Awaken, we are regenerating our human nature and nature herself. We then go forth with grace and help guide the human race. It is a choice we get to make. Wow. Thank you so much, everybody, for taking in a little dose of positivity from Living Like the Future Matters. And now with further ado, I would like to introduce you to Anita Adams. And she is a new friend, a kindred spirit, like I've known her for a long, long time. She is a very heart-centered, spiritual-driven, award-winning leader who has transcended some of life's greatest challenges in business and marriage, family, and wellness by interconnecting with nature, and you will hear more about that soon. She is also the founder of Joyful Inspired Living, an organization she created dedicated to teaching people how to access their highest and most authentic selves so that they can find clarity about who they are and what they really want. And in the process, create a life of purpose, passion, and joy. Wow. <laughs> Throughout Anita's uh, personal experience, she has gone through, like many of us in this room right now, 
um, stress and overwhelmed. And at one point in her journey, sitting on the brink of disaster in her marriage and collapsing business, now into a place of purpose, passion, abundance, and great joy she has overcome. She is now, she now works from a place of inner wisdom guided by a soul voice. And from listening to the guidance, she understands that she is also here to teach this wisdom. And she also hosts an incredible podcast called Joyful Journey. And if you guys are interested, she interviewed me a few weeks ago. It was awesome. And it's on the website. DonnaMaltz.com and also on her website, which will all that information will be in the chat. And she also leads these joyful journey retreats, which you can do uh, anytime you happen to be on Bowen Island in the beautiful British Columbia, or also from the comfort of your home, because she's now doing these on online journeys, these quests that are just magnificent. And she offers private coaching and so much more. And without further ado, Annette, Anita, I am so excited you're here. It's been a long time coming. We planned this interview months ago. So just I'd like to, you to please start out with all of us and share uh, your journey, where it has and where it's taking you to today. Give us a little background and then we're going to dive into those. Sure. My pleasure. Thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. Just beautiful. Thank you, Donna. And I loved uh, the reading that you did at the beginning. And I was writing notes on some of the things you were saying. And I'm like, wow, this is so great. And I feel like uh, we are we are kindred spirits. We are on a on a similar journey. And I love that the work we're doing is serving uh, so many others uh, on this path. And it's it's just been. Uh, for lack of another word, joyful, <laughs> really joyful. So thank you for having me here. And thank you everybody who is here or watching the, the replay for being somebody who, who is leading that way as well. Like you are here because this stuff resonates with you and you want to, you want to operate from your highest self. You want to um, be that person that connects with others and connects with the universe and connects with nature, or I'm assuming as much because people like Donna attract people like Donna and me. And so I'm so grateful that um, you are, you are here and that you're on this path as well. So my journey, if you will, started, well, <laughs> there's been a number of turning points in, in my life as we all have turning points, but I suppose that the main, the big, big turning point was a couple years ago, right around when the pandemic hit. Um, I am or was the founder and executive director of a, a national nonprofit arts organization that I ran for 18 years. This was my my identity. I was really tied in closely with this business that gave me a lot of recognition. Uh, it paid my bills and then some. It was a, a really great organization that I was very proud of. And then of course the pandemic hit and my business was hit really hard. All of our, and the timing was, you know, most of our, our sponsors and our, our funding at the time would, co would come in at the, in spring. And March 13th, the industry shut down. And that was within the week where I typically get uh, the majority, 80% of my funding usually comes within 
a two week period mid mid March and every single organization pulled out. Everybody was fear driven. They just, sorry, Anita, we can't give you this money right now. Maybe later, um, everything, everything was gone. And I was already in, in my line of credit, which usually carries me over for the first couple months of, of the year while we wait for our funding to come in. And so that was just a massively stressful time for me. And of course, the pandemic itself, the fear around that, the uncertainty, the unknown, what was going on. I was, I don't know who I was at that time. I became somebody completely different. I was running around behind my kids, you know, like wiping up every surface they touch. I had notes around the house screaming, stop, wash your hands. Like it was just, I, I went berserk. I was so freaked out about what was going on. And that combined with losing the money for my business. And then on top of that, my husband and I, we had planned, we were moving um, to India. We were supposed to be moving to India. I was going to be running my business from India. And uh, well, that got had to get canceled, as you can imagine. And the lease on our home was about to expire and could not be renewed. So here we are um, in the middle of this pandemic. My, I'm losing my business. My uh, my uh, home is no longer is going to not be our home anymore. And all this stuff was just going on, and I I was massively stressed. And so my business coach, I was on a on a call with her and freaking out. And she's like, "Okay, Anita, you know, calm down. What do you what do you do to you know typically help calm your your nerves when you're you're anxious like this?" I'm like, well, when I have time, I go for walks in nature. She's like, perfect. What I want you to do is for the next 30 days, commit to going for a walk in nature every single day. And I'm like, what? I, I can't do that. I, you know, I got to be working on my business. And she's like, no, Nita, you need to do this. And I'm thinking, what kind of business coach tells her clients to go for a walk in nature? I need strategy. I need to figure out how I'm going to turn this mess around and thrive. And she insisted. And fine, I relented. I decided, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll I'll get out into nature. And I live, um, at the time I was living in North Vancouver, which is, um, we had a, a beautiful forest pretty close uh, by to where I where I lived, uh, sort of a, a path through the woods, by the stream, whatever. And the only way I figured I can make that work is if I got up extra early and um, do my, my walk, my 30 minutes is what I, I thought I could commit to every day before my work day. And I, I would go out and it would be literally me and the squirrels and the occasional coyote that I would see on the path. Nobody else was out. Everybody was sleeping and the world was shut down. And because I was out in nature by myself, I found myself, you know, throwing my hands up to the sky and demanding, what am I supposed to do? And this went on um, for a couple of weeks. Every day I was going into the forest and like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And over those few weeks, I started, I did start to calm down. I started to get present with this environment and started to feel actually grateful for what was this beauty that was around me. But I was still asking, what am I supposed to do? And this one day I had an answer of sorts bubble up from within and it said, what do you want to do? 
what do you mean? What do I want to do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? It's like, no, Anita, what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know. And this voice within me just said, yes, you do. And I was, I was really struck by that. I struck silent <laughs> and I, I carried on my walk and I went home. And then later that day, I found myself in the bookstore and I was looking for answers, I guess, you know, like as we do when we're, we're lost and confused and uncertain. And I found myself in the spiritual section and this one book caught my eye uh, by uh, Neil Donald Walsh. It's called Conversations with God. And I grabbed it off the shelf. I flipped it open. And this one sentence literally just screamed off the page. And it, and it said, frustration and anxiety come from not listening to the soul. Hmm. Frustration and anxiety come from not listening to the soul. And I'm like, I'm not listening to my soul. And I, I had been here before. Ten years previously, I had been in that place where I was no longer listening to my soul voice. Uh, and I was making choices that just about destroyed my marriage. And I got back on track. I started to look inward again and, and, and um, understand who I am and what I want and listening to that voice that was guiding me. But then life got really good and I stopped. I stopped checking in with this inner wisdom that we all have. And I was reminded, I'm grateful, you know, as, as horrible as the pandemic has been for so many, for me, and also I think for a lot of people, it was an opportunity to reset, to, open up and realize there's some other really important things that you need to look at and consider and and who are you being and so the next day after reading that quote i went back into the forest and um i entered in a different mindset one i was really grateful for where i was i was that you know it's two weeks into this 30-day challenge and i'm i'm now way calmer and present and instead of demanding what am i supposed to do i started to ask myself what do i want what do i really want and i heard nothing <laughs> nothing bubbled up <laughs> nothing at first but i kept at it i kept going back into the forest because i knew there was something there there was something i was onto something you know you can you can feel it right and i kept asking and then more started to bubble up and when i feel like the the floodgates opened and just this information just kept coming at me and I, I, I still get goosebumps when I think about it. There was just so much that I was able to understand about the, the woman I want to be, the life I want to live, the direction I'm going in. There was just this clarity. And one of the, the big things that was really clear to, clear to me was that I wanted to close my business. I actually wanted out for a couple of years, but I was so wrapped up in the identity that that business gave me and so wrapped up in the fear of letting go of that letting go of the identity letting go of the, the financial security all of everything that came with that not knowing what else i could possibly do 
that I clung on to it. And it was in the forest that I realized that, yeah, this, I don't want this anymore. It's okay to let go. And when I, when I realized that, it was just lightness, this lightness of being, this sense of freedom where I can then lean in and really listen to what else does this voice, this inner wisdom have for me? And I, I leaned in in a big way. Um, <laughs> my husband and I decided to uh, get rid of all of our possessions and turn nomadic <laughs> and uh, really lean in and trust that God, the universe, source, whatever it is for you, um, for me, that's God, leaning in and trusting that we will be guided down the best possible path. And it has it has never been better. I cannot begin to express how beautiful and rich my life is. And when I say rich, I'm, I mean on a multitude of levels. And making a lot of money has never been my priority. It's the richness of life and relationships. And the financial abundance is awesome to have as well, but that's not a priority. It's so, it's so much else. And I feel like I have all of that because I leaned in and trusted that I'm on the path I'm meant, I'm meant to be on. And I'm listening to that, that inner wisdom. And then to wrap this up, um, a year after that, the messages that I was getting is that it's time for me to teach others how to lean in and listen to their inner wisdom. And that has been my, my focus for um, the last year and a half is, is doing that. And I do that. Um, my podcast is um, a big part of that. It's all about leaning in, learning to listen. I see that Donna and her team has shared with you the three guiding principles to inner wisdom as a, as a document. Um, that's the signature program, I guess, that I, I offer um, in, in sort of the condensed version. And it's um, it's expanded upon um, in, on my podcast. And then I also host retreats where we take a, a bit of a deeper dive with these three guiding principles. And then I also do the one-on-one -on -one coaching um, to really go deep um, with people that want to really learn how to lean in to that voice find their purpose or find clarity of purpose and then how to act on that purpose. And that's a big part of it because we have, we, we have, we all have purpose, multiple purposes and yet finding the confidence to lean into that because when you open yourself up to hear what your inner wisdom, your higher self, God, the universe source is giving to you, it's going to be big. It's going to be big and scary and having the confidence and belief in yourself to lean into that it's hard it really is hard and yet you wouldn't be you would not have been shown that or given those desires if it wasn't meant for you to lean in and and follow that so there you are <laughs> i resisted by the way for almost a year in um in leaning in and doing the work i'm doing now because it felt big and scary. And I'm like, who am I to do that? Here I am. <laughs> you are, and you're doing it, and you're shining your light and your love on all of us. And 
and I'm leaning into you right now. I, I, I just have so many things that I want to just uh, commend you on and respect and, and love that I would like to share with the rest of the community because one of the things most of my listeners hear me say time and time again, and Anita is living proof of that, is the closer we get to nature, the closer we get to our true nature. And, and right now, um, like what your business coach does and what I do with so many of my clients and people that I come in contact is do the same same thing your coach did for you. And I welcome anybody who's listening to this live or on the replay to spend the next 30 days and spend at least a half an hour to 45 minutes in nature with the intention of leaning in to what you want. And I can guarantee almost everybody who is listening to this, who is ready to receive, will cry, will go through a shedding like a chameleon loses his skin. Hmm. Like the leaves fall and the dead leaves fall and they turn into compost and rich lonely soil. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be ready. It's like a detox of the most ultimate experience that godly or universal or whatever feeling that is. Um, I mean, uh, like just, I just want to just reiterate how important it is for all of us to hear what, what Anita is sharing, like to being vulnerable, to tell your story of almost complete, and this is raw, this, this doesn't happen 30 years ago, this is three years ago to a very, very successful woman who, 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 can, who can crash and burn and rise like a phoenix. <laughs> I love that. You, all of you listening to this, have had some kind of uh, a mental or emotional crisis in your life, and some of some people who are listening are still flatlining. So this is anybody who's on the fence or is flatlining. This is a kick in the ass. That go out into nature because the closer you get to nature, the closer you get to true nature. And like like Anita said, it can be fearful. It can be scary. I'm getting goosebumps, so I know I'm onto something too. Yeah. You know, we got to lean into that fear, right? Like just yeah. thinking about a tree with really strong roots. All of us have those roots. We have been rooted into who we are, no matter whether you're 18 years old or 83 years old, because I know someone on this call is 83, happened to be at her house right now. That's why my background's so different, everybody. I'm in Wood Valley at the very southern tip of the island where the energy and the mana here is so intense. It is the ultimate nature uh, uh, center of of this island. And I happen to be here and having good Wi-Fi, which is a miracle. (laughs) But leaning in like you know we're, we're right now and, and after we're done with this anita usually what i do is i bring people out after we go off the live stream and i show people the flowers and we're at i can't wait to show you guys where i'm at i'm literally sitting on the edge of kilauea of a cat uh, active volcano and um where you know you can look at the lava as a threat or you can look at the lava leaning in including new land Look at that flood that goes on in you, like when Anita was talking about being in the woods and just like welling up. It's that eruption that comes out of us, and it's the fear of being in flames. But when we look at it, instead, that we are creating a new landscape and a new path for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, Anita, I just like really appreciate it when I can get a guest who comes on and will share so intimately like that and um, raise so many questions. And let's let's talk about right now why it is so important um, to lean and and into into this wisdom and other ways that you teach or guide people to tap into this wisdom. 
Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, there's a couple things that I, I want to present. Uh, first off, I know you and I, Donna, um, particularly, we are, we are, nature is in our backyard, so it's really easy for us to uh, step out and get into nature. And I recognize that a lot of people work in the city, that they're, you know, they're surrounded by noise and chaos, and yet don't let that be um, a barrier. Even just walking through town, through your neighborhood, going to a local park, that can and will do you so much good. Just an unplug, unplug from, you know, having things in your ears, your cell phone, your, um, you know, your the podcast that you're listening to, whatever. Just connect. And what I I recognize what has happened for how it worked for me, and I now what I teach people to do when they get to nature to help them connect with that inner wisdom, that higher self is to, uh, it's kind of a, a four-step, five-step process, if you will. And the first is just get it, getting outside into nature and unplugging from everything else that is around you is the very first thing. And then the second thing that I always do, and this is such a brilliant practice for everybody, no matter what you do in life, or even if you don't get out into nature, practice gratitude. But I love doing this as part of my first step when I'm in in a natural environment is speaking my gratitude. I like speaking it out loud. I've become kind of that crazy lady that talks to herself as she walks through the woods. Um, from the smallest, yeah, <laughs> you're right there with me, from the smallest things to, you know, the, how comfortable your running shoes are to, you know, the, and the latte or coffee you had in the morning to the most beautiful relationships that are in your life. Every and everything in between, and really feel it. Feel the gratitude. Don't don't race through your gratitude like you're doing ten push-ups for the day, sort of thing that you just have to get it done. Speak your gratitudes and feel the love for what is. And it, to amplify that, even take it up another notch. This is a little slightly off topic, but it's a really cool um, technique, for lack of another word, is to practice gratitude for what you have not yet, you do not have yet, but you want in your life, and say gratitude for that thing or that experience as if you already have it, and that that just attracts more. And the benefit of practicing gratitude is it gets you grounded it gets you out of this monkey mind and into your heart and this is where you need to be is in your heart when you are when you're trying to open yourself up to receive that inner wisdom the next thing i, I tell my clients to do is to get really present with your environment by using all your senses you know use your 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 sight smell taste even what you hear what you feel try to use yes i you know what i sometimes do if i'm having a hard time really getting present because i've got so much going on um there's i'm i'm in um canada on the west coast there's a lot of pine trees here and i'll just pinch off a few of the pine needles smush them in my hands and then smell that that deep rich fragrance and it just drops me like into the here and now like nothing else so that's a technique that works for me smell is so powerful for that so you know lean into that so again so the three things i've mentioned so far step into nature speak your gratitude and then um get present with your environment and then the fourth thing is to ask 
your question. And I love, I really love starting with what do I really want? What do I really want? Another really good question to ask is who, who do I want to be? Who am I? And allow things to bubble up. And then the final thing is simply just to listen, but to listen without judgment. We have a tendency to want to judge the things that, that come up. Like I did when I was told to, that I, what's mine to do is teach people how to tap into inner wisdom. I'm like, no way, that's not mine to do. Who am I to do that? That's a judgment, right? We, we want to allow things to just bubble up and you don't have to do, you don't have to act on them yet. <laughs> just allow things to to you come. I would love for you to do right now is, and tell her, Meredith, you can just put it in, in the chat. Um, just repeat those things kind of slowly so it settles in to people who are listening because they're all so powerful. Yeah. Do three, five. And I want you all guys to take a deep breath because you don't have to write them down because it'll be in the chat for you. I want you to all take a, take a moment, a deep breath, inhale, inhaling, and just close your eyes and and take in these five things and you just say them real slow, okay? Because these right. are really powerful. Yeah. Step into, step into nature. Step number one is step into nature. Number two, speak your gratitude and feel it in your heart. Number three, get present with your environment by using all of your senses, your smell, your sense of sight, touch, feel, what you hear, all of your senses. And then number four, ask your question. Ask your inner, higher self, what do I really want? What do I really want? Or who do I want to be? And then five, listen. Listen without judgment. Mm. And all of that is in the three guiding principles to inner wisdom, the document that Donna has shared um, as a link. So um, you've got those notes there too. So download that. Yeah. I want to, I want to share one more thing with you that I didn't know this when I started this practice. Um, so that, that 30 day, routine um, became a lifelong routine so well two now three years later practically um, i've been doing this almost every single day and what i didn't know then but what i know now is that time in nature has helped me fall in love with who i am and i think that's incredibly powerful the world would be a much better place if we all loved ourselves even a little bit more and I didn't realize it's not that I didn't love myself I love myself now at a place that I I just didn't even realize that how far off I was before I valued others other people's opinions way more than I valued my own I didn't have the inner confidence I do now I had so much doubt about everything. I was critical about the way I looked, the way I, that I wasn't funny enough or whatever, whatever it was, you know, like I had this list of things that I was self-critical about. 
And then my time in nature, I fell in love with my environment, with the woods, with the, the creek, with everything that was in its imperfection. And there's so much imperfection and death and decay in nature. And yet it's perfect. And when I recognize the perfection and the, in its imperfection, I know that's contradictory, but it's perfect in its imperfection. And how I fell in love with that environment, I also fell in love with who I am. It's like you're having a love affair with yourself. And it's really powerful. When you love yourself deeply, you become unstoppable. You become unstoppable. And it's just such an incredible powerful uplifting thing and it brings it it elevates not only my consciousness but it elevates the collective consciousness when we operate from that place of love it's really truly truly beautiful and again it's just not something i i was i didn't go into the forest to try to love myself better that wasn't something i was it wasn't even on my radar it was something that happened because I committed this time and then I made the connections I'm like, wow. I'm, and my husband and people I, I know that are close to me, they're like, you've changed. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I have. So, yeah. yeah. I like that. Like the Beatles say, love is the answer. And John, yeah. John Lennon has a beautiful quote. I, we put it in, I think I put it in the Facebook group and Twitter, but you know, you know, you can do that, love this, you can love that, you can love that. But basically what we would need to do is just put love in everything. And yeah. everything, right. And, and so if we can say that and love, you know, like, is, is this, this thing about lo loving ourselves? And, and, I, and I know a lot of people who are on the live call anyway today, I don't know how many maybe listen to this replay, but I would like everybody to just, uh, to just take a minute right now and, and this is a practice that, that I do that really helps me with these insecurities and, and all the things that Annette was just saying is, um, you know, just, just when was the last time, I'm going to ask you all, when was the last time that you gave yourself a great break hug and said, I love you? And I'd like everybody who's on the live right now, because I can see you just like you're hugging a tree or your son or your daughter or your husband or your puppy, but we're hugging ourselves right now. I want to see you hugging yourselves. Hmm. And just close your eyes for a minute. And do like what Anita said, like go within and just say, I love you. And I know what I want. And it's more of this. Because hmm. when you have more of this, you don't even have to ask the question, what do I want? Because when we love ourselves, just like we love our children or our pets, we know what's best for them, right? Because <laughs> we love them. We know what they want for dinner. We know what they want to wear. We know what to buy them at the holidays, right? <laughs> we, when we do that, when we love others, we know that their favorite flower or iris is, right, honey? My husband's on the call, on the call. We know, we know, we know these things because we love them. But when we take the time to hug ourselves and really go into where Anita was saying to that space, 
to say, I love you. And at first, sometimes it's like, no, I don't. You've been a bitch or you mm -hmm. really, really aren't worthy. You know, you really, you, you, you are in my way. We have to get out of our own way, right? And, and this practice of getting out into nature is not a new thing. This has been going, I mean, look at Buddha, for God's sake, sitting on mm. a tree for so many, you know, he didn't eat or drink or pee or whatever for how long, or Jesus going out. Whoever these holiest of holiest people are, they all went out for 30 days and 30 nights. They where'd they go? The desert. They went out to nature. Yeah, that's a good point. They did. That's so interesting. And the problem, the sad problem, is that we are so plugged in, like you were saying, getting unplugged and choosing what we are listening to. This is a dose of positivity. We are, if you're not listening to this, for God's sakes, don't listen to something that's going to bring you down. It's only castles burning. Well, that's mm -hmm. Um, but I'm listen to the music, listen to the birds, listen to the things that uplift you, right? That's what you're, that, you know, and I look at you, Anita, and actually I, I first met her about a year and a half or year, almost a year ago when EBC first started. And you're, you, I have seen you morph and metamorphosize and listening to you. That's such an uplifting podcast. She's hilarious and she's fun and bright and loving like me. Um, see, I love myself so I can say that without being conceited. It's just <laughs> confidence. It's just like, why wouldn't you, you know, I'm so lovable and huggable because I believe that I am and approachable. You can ask me anything. So what, while, while, while I move on to the next question, I want all of you who are listening to think about this really quick. And if you're so bold and so brave and you love yourself, even a teeny weeny bit, just enough, just put it in the chat and just say, I know what I want. And if you're so brave as to bold, after you say, I know what I want, I know what I want. Say what it is, declare it. Like Anita said, you can want something that hasn't happened yet. In the future, you can manifest that. So I encourage all of you to take this moment to drop into yourself and do that. I want to, I want to, not to be contradictory or challenging. I do want to challenge that a little bit though, because I, <laughs> because I, I didn't know what I wanted for a very long time. And my experience is that a lot of people don't know what they, they do. Maybe they know what they want, but it's buried. And it's sometimes it's really hard to, to bring that out. So it, it sounds like it's an easy question, but may, and maybe it is. It wasn't for me. It was really not easy for me to answer what it is that I want. And that's why I kept going back and asking over and over and over again, over and over and over and over and over again, until I was able to pull back and love myself enough to be able to hear the answers and then trust what it was saying. So, I mean, we, at our basic basis, we all, we all want love. And what else, what else do we, what else do we want? And I, I, I think it's sometimes it's a hard question to answer. And I know so many people that are really unclear about what it is that they want. So I don't know, just, that's my, 
my thoughts on that. And maybe I'm, I'm alone in the struggle I had to come to the clarity. Um, but I suspect I'm, I suspect I'm not. Donna, what do you think about that? No, I think it's great. You're vulnerable and you're real. And, and, you know, it's so interesting because sometimes being spontaneous, right. And just like being on the spot, like, do you want this or not? What are you, you know, what is it? Someone's asking me, someone actually cares. God, this is what I want. I want to lose 30 pounds or, you know, I want to hike Kilimanjaro. I've wanted to do it since I'm 10. And I saw that on wild, wild kingdom. Right. You know, it's sometimes it's so simple. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to like that. We've been sharing this video a few times called stop it, you know, stop being caught in the minutia. And, yeah. and it doesn't have to be that hard. So I like to challenge it the other way and just saying, you know, how old do you want to be when you wake up? And why can't we have realizations each and every day and awaken to new things? Because just because we want something today doesn't mean we're going to necessarily want it tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I think that's really great. We got to give ourselves permission to unwant things, you know, like, and even, you know, with our dreams, you know, I was writing about this just the other day, like, am I flaky if I change my desires and my dreams and my, my, my life path? No, (laughs) you gotta, you gotta follow what your heart is telling you. And you step in, you lean in and you try things and you're like, that's not really for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to try something else. And that's all right. You know, I think sometimes we, we start something and we feel like, oh, I have to see this through to completion. And I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah. We can change what we want. Absolutely. Like earlier, you were telling me you were having your kids come, you know, for dinner. They're in their twenties, but still, they're still your children. And it's just like um, encouraging each other to be more childlike. Yeah. They they want something, right? I want to encourage me to be more childlike. I got to play. We all got to play. (laughs) So you know, if anybody's still bold enough and want to know, what do you want? You want to be happier. You want more love in your life. You want more sex, whatever it is you want, you know, I mean, it, it, it's, it's okay to ask, but then the, the challenge to the wanting and the needing is choosing it. That's the hard part because we can want all day long, but if we don't make the choice, we're not going to change. Yeah. So that big thing is, and last week I had Yvonne Silveron, who is a word specialist and writes about words and coaches about changing the language of things. If you haven't listened to that interview, the replay is amazing, the power of words. And, you know, we talked all about that, you know, it's just, just says we got to stop shooting on, on ourselves. I mean, how long do we want to be trapped behind somebody else's words? Yeah, absolutely. Trying to make things happen. But yeah. speaking of words, the thing that I want to focus on, because we're running out of time here, is I absolutely love the fact that you have shared uh, this document with us on these beautiful, powerful principles that you have um, gotten um, down on paper for all of us. And I'm most gratitude, grateful to that. And anybody who hasn't downloaded it, um, we'll put the link in again so it's close at hand. Thank you for doing that, girls. And um, But let's, let's really look at those principles uh, right now where we talk about, and you've touched upon them, look, listen, and learn. Those three solid rock principles so i would love for you to um just spend a few minutes before we go uh close us out on this so 
I want to encourage everybody to, again to download it because it's beautiful and she's got incredible quotes in there too. So um. yeah, it's it's really simple, and that's what I like about this is is its simplicity. So look, listen, learn. Uh, look is that inward looking journey. It's looking in at ourselves. It's asking ourselves, you know, who do I want to be? What am I doing? What what is what is guiding me in making decisions, understanding who we are, our role, our purpose, as one of the purposes in our lives is to know thyself. And the only way you know thyself is by looking inward and getting clear about what it is that you want and who you are. And that can be that can be a painful journey. Uh, I mentioned earlier that I had, I had some struggles in my marriage and I was making choices that were not helpful to, they were hurtful choices with my marriage. And my husband held up the you know proverbial mirror to make me look at myself. And I, I denied, deflected, um, pushed away and finally realized I can't do that anymore. I have to actually, I have to do the work and I have to look in and go, what is going on with me? Why am I behaving this way? and really getting clear on what was happening with me. And that's, you know, that's something that you can't necessarily do like that. It's a continuous ongoing journey. It never ends. And that's why I love my daily forest walks. That's my time to look inward and to explore how things are feeling within. Journaling is a beautiful way to explore and to um, uh, express thoughts and ideas about how you're feeling. So that's the, the look part. Um, Carl Jung says, who looks outward dreams, who looks inward awakens. And that's the journey that I feel like we all need to be on is this awakening journey. And it starts by looking inward and creating that awareness about who you are. Principle two is listen. And we talked already a fair amount about that. It's listening to that inner wisdom that is there. We all have inner wisdom. We've blocked it. A lot of us have blocked it because either we're fearful, we don't trust it, um, there's that inner critic that is louder than the inner voice of wisdom that that drowns out our inner wisdom. We need to learn how to listen to to that and the learn piece. I mean, learn is connected to everything. Learn is, of course, learn to listen, learn to look inward, but also learn to take action as Donna presenced earlier. You know, we may hear the, the guidance and we're afraid to lean in and take action with what we're um, guided to do. And this is the learn piece, learning what it is that is ours to do and how do we move forward with that, that purpose. And the most important part of the learn piece, again, is something we've already talked about, and it's learn to love, learn to love ourselves deeply, which comes full circle, because in order to be able to look inward, you have to have at least some self-love to look inward because some of the stuff in there is going to be dark. It's, there's the dark corners that you need to access. And if you don't have self-love, you are, you'll shut the door to those corners and you'll never fully deeply understand who you are and what you want. So look, listen, learn, and most importantly, learn to love yourself. 
there you have it. Those are the, the three guiding principles to inner wisdom and your higher self. And like I said, it's a never ending journey. I call it the joyful journey because as you travel on this path to your highest self, there will be times of pain for sure. And then you'll surpass the pain and you'll come out to the most glorious being of who you are on the other side. This journey is about accessing the greatest, grandest version of who you are and creating the most amazing life for yourself. <laughs> there you go. That is so great. I was going to ask you to do a closing statement, but that was absolutely stunning. <laughs> I, I am so grateful for your, your principles, for your wisdom, for wilding us, um, for um, encouraging all of our listeners to do a 30-day challenge by um, spending some time in nature. And I liked what Anita had said um, earlier to all of you who are living in urban places uh, there are wild places near you. You can even get on a bus or a subway or a bike. And, um, you know, soon enough, the fall colors in many parts of the world are going to be coming on right now. I realize it's 110, 20 degrees. Some places it might not be like us, you know, telling you, get out there in that 120 degree heat there in Texas. Um, so we're not, we're not saying that, but like just as simple as where uh, you can see uh, where I am in the background finding a room with a window where a tree is, where, where birds are flying around. Um, at the very least, you can go to the store and even buy yourself a bouquet of flowers and that will ignite all the senses in, in your whole being, from the smell to the sight, to the feeling of loving yourself enough that you're worthy enough to buy that bouquet of flowers for you. You don't have to wait for someone else to bring you a bouquet of flowers. And realizing that we are all interconnected. This is a beautiful energy that we've exchanged here. A lot of love, a lot of vulnerability always comes up at a dose of positivity. And it's okay, like Anita said, it's okay to go to those dark corners. I don't care how old or how young you are, there's always going to be dark corners. Yeah. The only way to get out of the dark corner is to look for the light. Yeah. And if you can't see the light. Well, you better go find some because you are not a tree. You can move. <laughs> Get out there and go find a tree and hug it and love it up. And um, before I um, just give you one more minute to, to, to go into uh, just, I do want you to do one last closing word. I'd like to leave this um, with your final note, but I just want to remind everybody on there and the link will be in here that we are getting ready to launch our new membership, De-Stress and Thrive. And a big component of it is nature therapy. And I will be taking you out into nature at least once to twice a month on these beautiful virtual nature walks. And mm. then we're gonna, the primary thing we're gonna be doing are these culinary uh, cooking classes. And I'm gonna be teaching you immune boosting culinary skills, <clears throat> how to shop, prep, stock, make everything from fermented foods to sourdough breads to bone broths to everything, um, we'll be, we were having people who wild harvest and nature craft coming on and teaching you how to do all kinds of things. And it is a membership and it is new, so we wanna hear from you. So we're gonna be putting the survey, Tell's gonna be putting the survey in there to see what you want. And also um, the sales page we're, we're doing, it's a $97 a month, it's our senior membership um, for only $15 for the first two months. 
And then we also have a $47 membership, which is for foodies and nature lovers. And the $97 level is for entrepreneurs, foodies, and nature lovers. And Annette is going to be coming on and being one of those entrepreneurs. We twist your whole brain around and positivity and how to create this woman out of nowhere, rose like a phoenix and created this whole new business in the last 24 months, which is just flourishing and beautiful. And we're going to be so excited to welcome you into that community. So, um, so Anita, any, any last one or two sentences you want to leave people with, and then I will sign us off this live stream. Thank you. Everybody who's on the live stream, by the way, too, you're beautiful. I just want to thank you for this opportunity um, and to connect with some like-minded individuals. I really love talking about this, uh, this stuff and encouraging people to fall in love with themselves by falling in love with nature. And um, yeah, and if you want to connect with me, I would love to connect with you. You can, uh, I don't know if you are going to be sharing um, my contact, my coordinates, my website is joyfulinspiredliving.com and um, my podcast is Joyful Journey. We, have, we will have all, all of your links, everything. Awesome. The replay on the YouTube and on our podcast channel and in our Facebook group. And, and please, Anita, come in anytime. Anytime you're doing a talk or a walk, come into our private Facebook group share this we are going to spread this interview far and wide because you are amazing you brighten my day and anybody who wants to hang around after we come off this live stream um anita maybe you could stay on for five minutes i know your kids are coming and if you anybody have any direct more questions we're going to do that and i'm going to take you around this wood valley and introduce you to 11 beautiful sheep and some beautiful flowers so uh, Anita, we're going to end this. I want to thank you so much for carving this time out in your day to share your brilliance and your wisdom. We love you very much, and we'll see you back on the Joseph of Positivity in the future. Big, big love, and thank aloha you. to all of you.